Oh yeah. Wait, 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 hold on. Because we doing a solo. It's a, it's a solo type of episode today. It's a solo type of episode today. What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, another episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. We in the building. Listen, welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, another episode. Of the Opinion Brother Podcast with your boy Tyler Pie Guy, uh, HD and Cousin Scrap in the building. Uh, uh, HD and Cousin Scrap are not in the building today. You know what I'm saying? All you feel what I'm saying? Listen, we are here um, in the building um, and uh, we are on live on uh, on Instagram. Thank you to everybody that's sending requests night right now. Right now, we're not taking requests. Uh, we having some technical difficulties with our um, with the video side. So right now, I am being an audio nerd, um, and um, I will you know fix the videos and do my producing and editing. Let me just say this. Let me let me let me say this. Producing and editing is another motherfucking beast, my god damn. That is listen to all the editors and producers out there that do this shit for real, for real, man. I appreciate you, right? I have, there's a level of appreciation and love that I have for you. You feel what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, I I really do appreciate it because this shit get taxing sometimes. You feel what I'm saying? But, uh, we here another episode, another day. You feel me? HD, um, is out. Scrap is out. They being super dads, super, 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 um, super black men out here. Uh, Scrap is being super dad. We're letting HD rest because he's been super dad and super everything all week. You feel me? So we holding it down today. <laughs> Got to hold it down for my fellas today, and uh, it's it's pretty exciting because I haven't done a solo episode in a minute. So I did it, it did it just depends on how ignorant I really want to get today. You know what I'm saying? Because I, again, I'm antsy right now, so I haven't I haven't done this in a while. I'm not gonna stay on Instagram live for long. Uh, maybe. You know, probably like the first fifteen, whatever. But um, we are in the building. We have a we have some things to discuss. You feel me? I'm in I'm in my nice attire right now. If you see me, I'm on Instagram live. Um, if you're watching on YouTube right now, I will not be in front of a camera. Just to let you know, okay, you will just see, you know, the logo and all the pictures that are about to just like do 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 pop through, right? But if you watch me on Instagram live right now, um, just came back. Uh, our topic of the week this week will be my Wakanda Forever review. Um, <laughs> people not gonna like me when I come with Listen, I'm just I'm I'm gonna say it now. Y'all not gonna like my review, okay? I'm not. It's, it, there's nothing bad, like disrespectful that I'm gonna say, but I just know that people are not gonna like my review. I know it. Um, there's some pros and cons to this movie that um, that I have to point out. Um, overall, for me, um, the blackness was blackened. Um, but there are, again, there are some things that we just have to, you know, talk about. Because um, as hype as I was for it, 
Um, I was also pretty disappointed um, in the long run. But not only that, we do have our clown of the week, our MVP of the week. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about Young and May. Is she pregnant? Is she not? Uh, we're going to talk about Facebook and Twitter and their extensive layoffs over the past uh, week or so. We're going to talk a little bit about Brittany Griner and her updates on that. And then um, we're going to talk about Math Hoffa and uh, the podcast breaking up system. What the hell is going on? So let's get into it. Uh, let's, 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 let's not even waste any time. Let's get into our MVP of the week real quick. Our MVP of the week real quick. Um, even not real quick. Um, we did an episode on them. Um, shout out to everybody that has been tapped into the R&B and Chill podcast. Uh, we did an episode on on the 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 um, passing of uh, Brother Takeoff, <laughs> and um, that in itself, uh, you know, for a lot of us who grew up, especially myself, you know, who grew up listening to the Migos, right. Um, and I kind of documented it, you know, t- documented that through, uh, you know, kind of through the years, kind of the 10 years that I've been listening to the Migos. Right. Um, man, takeoff was always to me, the chillers out of all three, uh, the one that you could, you know, probably walk up to and everybody has said it, right. Everybody has said, you know, from the baby to, Cardi to everybody that has met or has had an uh, an encounter with Takeoff, he wasn't that type of dude to pop off. He was always the chill one, the one that would support you in a sense. Not not to say that Quavo and Takeoff are, are I'm sorry, Quavo or um, Offset are not, but they were more of the bigger stars in the mainstream light. Right, Takeoff was more of the one who was you know, really in the background doing what he needed to do. Right. And, um, you could tell because he was always in the lab with the pen and you could tell when he, when he came with the flow and he was always dubbed from my ear. Um, and from what people always say, he was always dubbed the, the better lyricist, the, the, the best lyricist of the group. And so the, 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 you know, take off passing away, from literally just brother playing a dice game and trying to get protected, right? Like your own bodyguard. Good Lord. You know, and, you know, we're hearing all this stuff like, man, you, he shouldn't have been, bruh. Okay, we can, we can have that conversation if he shouldn't have been there or if he should. But playing dice, that's just black culture. Why can't we do that? Especially in a space where takeoff, offset you know quavo they they know this spot they know what this is they know what it looks like so come on y'all that's all i'm saying takeoff was he was a good brother and again it it hit me hard because one i've been listening to they've been a fabric of my music for like 10 years and then again for a lot of us, take off is our age. I'm 28 years old. Man died by just senseless three bullets. Trying to get protected by the man who protected, who was trying to protect him. It's like, 
And it was like just a couple weeks ago he was just on Drink Champs. I'm like, golly, man. PNB Rock here. We we're we're losing our com- our community a little bit too fast for me. It's a little it's going a little bit too fast. Right? It's going a little bit too fast. And it's also scary in the in, in a sense as well. And so, you know, in a sense, that's why I have the Black Men Win podcast in which I do, right? Just to just to, just to have a space where we can have conversation. Let this shit out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We cannot what like and I don't want us to just go and kind of forget, take off. We're not going to forget him, but it's going to be kind of like what everybody's been saying, you know, more and more and more for a week and then move on. That is that is literally how we mourn now. It's really facts. It's not even just with celebrities. It's sometimes even just at a at a family friend level. We mourn and then we probably lock it up and keep it moving because what can we do we can't sit here and just you know they they wouldn't let they wouldn't want us to do that you know they want us to keep pushing they want us to keep fighting but it's a lot of this that you know just rest in peace to take off man just 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 rest in peace to him and 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 his again shout out and sending love and light to his family and um everything that he guys you know or had got you know going on for him and everything so that's tough that's a tough one but rest in peace to take off again shout out to everybody that has you know tapped in with that that tribute um episode that we did for him on the r&b and chill podcast and and um yeah we love that one i i know i loved kind of producing that that was that was dope um all right y'all let's get into some ignorance time to get to some ignorance all right y'all instagram live i love y'all we out all right let's get into some ignorance all right so clown of the week this week drake wait what is is he again trash don't want to say that right i don't want to say that but what i will say is this drake grow the fuck up trash i'm gonna say it again drake grow the fuck up trash now if you know drake and 21 savage just put out an album and uh that album was just um released i believe over the weekend or they're about to release it or whatever's the case i don't i haven't listened to 21 or drake in a long time uh to be honest with you so you know these two releasing a project is it okay let's really be honest is it big absolutely is it bigger than him in future absolutely not him in future will always be a classic they will always be a duo that can never be untouched. And Drake is looking for that next type of future album partnership. 
Um, now, whether 21 did that for him or not is just up to, you know, that's up to the music world. I don't care about that. What is he getting clown of the week for? Well, my brother, <clears throat> you sat here and you was a real Mitch. You take that how you want to take that. You was a real Mitch out here in these streets. Um, not only did you talk about the great Serena Williams and her husband and how he was a side nigga. Um, you also talked about Ice Spice, right? Because you couldn't munch her down. Um, and you flew her out to Toronto and, again, couldn't munch on her at all, right? She played you. Allegedly. So, <laughs> you talk about these women, right? And, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. The icing on the cake is your metaphoric line about Miss Megan Thee Stallion, right? You go into a space where you now are talking helly shit. And what everybody will say, well, it's a bar. DJ Envy, it's a bar. Everybody uses lyrical satire. Boy, okay. See, it's always funny when it's another woman, but let somebody talk that cash shit. Let Drake or anybody else sit here and do that to y'all woman. See, that my thing is this. My thing is this. And it's so funny how y'all get on these platforms and get your Twitter fingers jamming and going and shit. Y'all got mothers at home, my nigga. Y'all got daughters, sisters, mothers, wives, side hoes at home. Think about if that was your person. Even if it was your side girl, you would not want that it, you got if you got a little love you gonna you gonna go after that person so to the dj envies of the world and others who kept just saying like oh my god he i mean but he was the light skin association really came to the back of uh of their of their president oh, i'm sorry vice president drake trash the president is chris brown um but that's neither here nor there my thing is this bro you're corny you're whack like you're not it anymore bro and to the point of what i what i made with the amigos about them being a fabric of music you have been a fabric of music in my life for about 10 years bro and you know what that rain is over bro you're done it's a wrap i'm not gonna say hang it up but take a break. Um, the fact that you're still being a uh, what what is it? Like a fuckboy at this age, like and still like literally still going at women at this age with all the money that you got can get any woman in the world. But you sensitive enough because these three women turned you down and didn't want to ride the Drake train. Oh, I'm sorry, Arby, did they hurt your feelings? Ooh, I know a lot of my Drake people gonna be mad at me today. Woo! Light them up. Light them up. Because I see, because the, the funny thing is, all the Drake fans that I know, and I know a lot, all the Drake fans that I know have been very hush hush on his album. 
Now, again, I don't know if the album's out. Again, I don't care. But a lot of y'all have been very hush-hush on what... And then, wait, 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 stop. Then Drake and 21 doing all this, you know, funny shit, you know, doing uh, the, 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 the Howard Stern and the SNL and the Boop the Bam. And, you know, everybody's cool with it. Except for Vogue. Oh, Vogue hit you with that lawsuit. See, Anna Wintour don't play that shit, my nigga. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, man. And you know what? You stand behind your man, 21. 21. Can you do something for me? 21. 21. <laughs> I've been saying that meme all over. Listen, I'm telling you. It's, listen, Drake, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Again, I think your run is over. Uh, and if, listen, if people want to prove me wrong or people want to have that debate, please let me know. But when you continuously are going after women who don't want you nor like you, nor want to be around you, um, it's really giving off, it's giving fuckboy for me. It's giving major fuckboy energy. It's giving like you can't get over yourself. It's giving light skin energy. And I'm going to just need you to sit that light skin energy on down somewhere. All right. We are done with the vice president of the light skin association. Now, let's talk about maybe a member of the light skin association um, who may be pregnant. Um, now, young in May, I got this tip from uh, my boy Scrab. He sent a picture of young M.A. Preggers. Uh... And it sent me into a shock. Now, my thing, my thing is this. Now, again, if she is pregnant, congratulations to you. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if it is or not. We are reading right now. Rapper Young M.A. is dealing with pregnancy rumors for the second time. Now, again, she had a she had a nice, you know, belly picture. I don't know if, you know, she just got a little bit bigger, got, you know, beer, the beer belly. I don't know. Right. But the picture, you know, the picture did seem to be a little bad. But she has, of course, denied all rumors, I believe. And it appears that Younger May is not currently with child. So, uh, you know, it, it just may. I, l- listen, maybe it was a Photoshop. Maybe she ate a whole turkey. Maybe she ate a lot. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But again, Younger May, if you are pregnant, congratulations. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We listen. We have uh, some updates about um, the latest on Brittany Griner. Um, so I want to shout out first of all to um, uh, Anna Deshawn of the Queer News uh, podcast. She has been really keeping up with um, the uh, Brittany Griner situation and i want to play her videos really quick if i can let me see if i can bring those up really quick let me see if i can get that up for you guys give me one second um yeah so it's a two-part thing so she 
she breaks this down in in the in the in the best of ways of how of what is going on with Britney Griner right now. And I wanted to discuss that on the Grind It Out show, but you know, we took a we took the the week off. But I wanted to bring this to an attention. So let's let's discuss it and let's hear what's going on. Hello. Deshaun here. And by now I'm sure you've heard that Britney Griner has been transferred to a penal colony. Well, let's talk a little bit about the timeline and what the heck is a penal colony. All right, here's the timeline. Now, feel free to pause the video right now to just get a full look. All right. Okay, so she does have the full timeline up here. So let's just look at the full timeline right now. So February 17th, she was detained. May 3rd, she was classified as wrongfully detained. Right. So then August 1st, BG is found guilty and sentenced to nine years um in a russian prison right so then october 25th bg's appeal is denied then november 2nd her lawyers visit then the, the next day november 3rd u.s embassy officials visit now when the u.s embassy officials visit that is major okay so then november 4th she was moved to a penal colony and then november 8th her lawyers just found out that she was moved so literally she was moved Maybe it is the 13th. She probably was moved last week and her lawyers didn't find out until four days later. So let's keep listening. All right. So I really want to focus on last week to this week, right? Her lawyers came to visit. That's routine. But what's not routine is the U.S. Embassy coming to visit. I'm sure Russia did not like that. Then out of nowhere, she gets transferred in secret on that next day, that Friday, to this said penal colony. Now, her family didn't even hear about this until her lawyers came back to visit the following Tuesday and saw that she wasn't even there. Reports are saying that it usually takes months to get transferred to a penal colony. But in this case, after the U.S. Embassy came to visit, it moved rather swiftly. It moved rather swiftly, right? Um, so the fact that it takes months, maybe even years, to get transferred to a penal colony. And when the U.S. Embassy visits, oh, she's there in a heartbeat. So let's play uh, part two. I believe we do have part two on deck. So let's do that really quick. Family, hopefully you saw part one where I walked through BG's timeline. Now let's dig in a little bit more on how she was transferred and what the heck is a penal colony. Let's talk about these penal colonies, also known as labor camps, and they actually akin them to concentration camps. Let's dig into it. So people don't live in cells. They live in these barracks. All right. And there could be 60 to 80 people in one barrack. And I read something. There were like three toilets and no hot water in one. So you can see it's pretty awful. I didn't even go into the human rights violations, the rats, the iron beds. I mean, it looks like for real, a concentration camp. Someone who actually stayed in one of the penal colonies reported that they worked from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. The work varies. You can dig ditches. You can sew uniforms for the Russian army. I mean, whatever they can think of. I mean, that's what you're going to do. All day long, every single day. I mean, she's sentenced to nine years here. This just keeps getting worse and worse. I'll keep doing my part reporting on it on the Queer News podcast. The pod drops every Monday by 7 a.m. Chicago time. We all we got. Hey, man, shout out to the Queer News podcast and um, Anna Deshaun. <laughs> bringing that news, man. Listen, because, you know, we kind of forget there hasn't been a lot of and this is just real. There hasn't been a lot of coverage on Brittany Griner on a national or even state or local level when it comes to media news. And so this is why we this is why I appreciate my podcast community so much um, and, and, and what they do and how we vary and what we bring to the table 
in the media space because we're not hearing this in the me- we're not hearing this on CNN. You understand what I'm saying? We're not hearing this on MSNBC. We're not hearing this on ABC. Hell, we're not even hearing this on the Shade Room and the Hollywood Unlocks of the world, the Baller Alerts of of the world. You understand what I'm saying? So there's always something there, and I and I appreciate that. <clears throat> Excuse me about um um platforms like Anna Deshaun and others who 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 still bring. Uh, light to this news because again Brittany Griner um to me was wrongfully convicted um she should be you know not even dealing with everything over there but because Russia is petty and they ain't liking the U.S. right now basically and because the U.S. is helping Ukraine basically um they are going to do everything in their power to make Brittany Griner an example um that's how I feel that's how I look at it and that's what's really going on Literally, that's what's going on right now. She's being made an example of by Russia, in a sense, um, or maybe even used as a token right now. Um, just like it, it, it just feels like she's just swinging as a pendulum right now, just like a pendulum doll just swinging in the air. And she doesn't know what the hell is going on. And I just pray for her safety. I pray for her mind. I pray for her body, her spirit. You feel what I'm saying? May God just, you know, uplift her every day because who the fuck wants to be in a goddamn penal colony to everybody that's in a penal colony like that's a lot and and probably listen i don't know what though what what people do up in there what how they did it what they did i don't know but yikes okay just just yikes we we free bg that's all i gotta say just free bg all right listen let's get into um Listen, you know a lot. Speaking of free, Facebook and Twitter let a lot of people free. Um, so there has been a just a hashtag going around the LinkedIn uh, spaces and and the LinkedIn social media is going around of the meta layoffs. Um, I've had a couple of people that I've known who got laid off from Meta, uh, basically Facebook. Um, and Facebook has announced or it was reported that, it, you know, they've laid off over 11,000 um, workers. And I believe in counting uh, because of their recent kind of financial drop and stock drop. Um, that's not I don't think that's, you know, not normal in terms of their their revenue plummeting. Um, and then Twitter. You know, what we have with the Elon Musk and everything like that, um, you know, Elon has let go not only the CEO, but also 50 percent of Twitter's original staff. They're gone. Um, now, he did report that he did give people severance pays, three months severance. But um, after that, that's it. And so there are a lot of people um, without a job right now. And it's kind of sucky. I'm not going to lie. Um I understand. I've been out of a job for two years. Been honestly, and I don't want to say out of a job, but out of a nine to five, making a paycheck. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. Um, It sucks. And to be honest with you, it is a dog eat dog world when it comes to kind of the entertainment, social media space. Um, Everybody's looking to be paid great. Everybody's looking to be paid well. Everybody's looking to be paid enough, right? Especially here in New York. You feel what I'm saying? New York is one of the places where, you know, metal was really flourishing. And now you have a lot of people who are laid off. How are they going to pay this? How are they going to pay that? Da, 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 da. 
you know, so it's 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 really unfortunate. It sucks. Um but um I we knew that was coming with Twitter, just with, you know, Elon coming in and doing what he's doing. And um didn't see this coming from Facebook, but uh could probably tell with all the things that have been going on with Facebook. But I hope that everybody who got laid off, you know, lands on your feet and and uh Gets back to everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah. So, yeah, man. Because, listen, Facebook and listen, layoffs suck. (laughs) I get it. You feel what I'm saying? You'll persevere, though. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I'll I'll, I'll give you this advice. Work on work on your craft. Work on during this time. Work on your craft. Whatever you're built, whatever you were building as a side job. You put that energy to him right now. That's it. That's literally it. Like, whatever you can do right now, put that energy into it right now. Right? Let that be your focus. So, yeah, man. Keep going. Uh, Listen, another breakup. Um, People letting people go. Uh, My Expert Opinion by Math I'm a fan of the Math Hopper podcast or my expert opinion on YouTube and other platforms. Um, I actually got into Math Hopper when I moved to New York. Um, it's crazy. You know, the algorithms always, you know, when you move, they kind of get you with the best or whatever. So, um, you know, the, the the YouTubers that's popping around the city, whether that's Brooklyn or Bronx or just New York, Manhattan, East Harlem, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So. Mav Hoffa was one of the people that popped up, right? It was Mav Hoffa. It was Hassan Campbell. And um, I started watching both of them, but then I started to tailor off of Hassan a lot, uh, a little more, and started tailoring more to Mav Hoffa. His interview style was different. The way he interviewed people was real. His style of play and wordplay when he interviewed folks was mad different and i fucked with it and i remember there was a time where he was like at 275,000 subscribers and maybe like 300 right took him two years but look where he at now over 600,000 subscribers on the youtube <laughs> and that's just because math is just dope at what he does right he has a dope crew dope you know, just just dope. I think he I think that whole podcast was becoming one of the best podcasts in hip hop for real, for real. It, it was almost at a point to where and I and and I'll say this, not even almost. I think it was at a point to where it was challenging the drink champs and the Joe Buttons of the world. Right. And not even challenging on that on that field, but like really becoming that known. Right. Because it was authentic it was it was him so you know he brought on uh, um i now he's been doing this way before i got into it right so he's had multiple co-hosts and everything like that but the co-hosts that i know that i'm that i'm frequent with right him mecca um you know uh og who be wearing the glasses he fly as hell uh and then it was S.O. and Heineken, right? Or Heineken was there, and I think S.O. came a little later. But I think they had a great dynamic going, right? Fast forward, we hear rumor, alleged, 
Um, Mav Hoffa is getting a $2.7 million deal from Revolt. Now, for me, I'm like, I know Revolt ain't got that money. $2.7 million? They wasn't giving Joe that money. Now, that was probably giving Joe maybe one point five. You know what I'm saying? Two mil. But they ain't giving nobody three million right now. That ain't happening. I don't even I don't even think Carisha please is getting all that. You feel me? And she just won an award. But we we know what that is. But you know what I'm saying? No, no disrespect to Carisha. We know what but we know what it is. We know what it is. Listen. Got the got the rumor. I guess SO and Heineken were already out the door. There were problems. You whooped the bam. Money, of course. And and I say of course, and I'll get to that in a minute, but I guess the the deal didn't go through. I guess it wasn't true. Um Math has come on, come out publicly and said, you know, uh SO has set, you know, kind of set him up in a in a in a meeting and with Revolt and uh, or members or team, you know, people that he knew from Revolt, he set that up, contract, whatever, whoop the bam. And um, I guess the contract wasn't real. And he didn't sign it. Of course, thank God. But um, that contract was shady. He, he called, you know, Mav said he called people, allegedly, for, to revolt. And uh, they said, don't, don't even, we don't even know them people. Don't even sign shit. So the land of podcasts, especially black podcasts and hip hop, I really feel bad for. I really don't know who your podcasting managers are. Maybe that's a space that I need to step into. Um, because I'm one hell of a good manager. I'm not even going to lie. Um, just when it comes to my podcast alone. Um, and that's one thing I can uh, toot my horn about. As I'm continuing to grow in this space, I'm finding that I'm a great-ass manager at managing what the fuck I do. And I'm really great at it. Um, Because there's a level of professionalism, even within the hip-hop podcasting space, that you have to have. Um, There are contracts that have to be signed. There is business that needs to be done. You understand what I'm saying? And when business does not get done and contracts get breached, probably lawsuits will be have to be made this ain't no street shit let like let's let's keep that a bean right i find it amazing that hip-hop is finding a gateway to gaining more revenue in the podcasting space and i love it but if y'all gonna treat this like the streets if y'all gonna treat this like this is some dice game on the motherfucking block from the fucking 90s and 80s, then y'all will lose more than you motherfuckers will win. And I'm not even just talking to math and everybody. I'm talking to the whole hip-hop community who literally is doing these podcast breakups to makeups to breakups again over fucking money. Nigga, how are y'all fighting so much over money in the podcasting space? How? When y'all have the numbers, y'all have the subscribers, y'all have the engagement, y'all have what y'all need. What y'all trying to live like the fucking Jeffersons? What y'all want the big house on the fucking prairie? You can't maybe get that, but you can probably get you a nice apartment. 
people come take your trash out. Live in a nice motherfucking neighborhood. Damn. I'm like a nigga over here just trying to get a, a, like, a, 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 like a third of what y'all getting paid. And I know I'm better than a lot of you niggas. And it's not even trying to be shady. It's just like I know what the fuck I'm doing. Because I've been doing this for almost six plus years. Five plus. But we going on six in December next month. Been doing this for a minute. This ain't no game. I want to see my people win. It's up to y'all if y'all want to see yourselves win. You feel what I'm saying? And it's just funny how over literally the last five years, we have literally seen more hip-hop podcasts or just black podcasts, period, break up over just money. And then and then turn around, make their own podcast, and what? Y'all going to fight about money again? Like, yo. Y'all make... Y'all, Y'all making mad dollars just from talking. Radio personalities wasn't doing that, bro. Do y'all know how good y'all got it? And I'm being real shit. Like, yo, y'all, y'all are talking, giving opinions, and y'all are mad for literally how much you're getting paid for that? I can understand rights to your name, all that good stuff. But if a check is coming in that look better than what the fuck you've been getting all your life, what the fuck you complaining for? My God. It's like you always want more, 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 more. Do niggas understand their position anymore? I just, I, I just feel like I just know when I get... When I start to get that, I just know how it's going to be with me and my team. And it ain't going to be like that. I'm going to make sure. Why? Because I'm an observer. You feel what I'm saying? I know what each of my people put in. I'm the head motherfucker in charge, though. I'm the HNIC around this motherfucker. But that don't mean I'm about to sit here and just... I let my boys eat because they're going to eat. And they're going to eat good. But the fact that we as a, in this space literally just fight over them to talk. <sighs> to talk. Literally. We're breaking up. We're breaking up great podcasts because of money. Because we're talking. Think about that. Let that sink in into your spirit. All right. Let's get into the Wakanda Forever review. Okay. Here we go. So earlier today, today is Sunday, right? I had the due pleasure of uh, seeing the Wakanda Forever uh, movie. Marvel, of course, directed by Ryan Coogler. And um, overall, I will give this movie a 6.5. 6.5. Now, 
I know a lot of people are trying to pull their hair out. They're like, what the fuck? What you mean? 6.5? Okay, let me break this down. I'm going to break it down into some key points here, okay? We're going to discuss the good points, the bad points, some of the points that just, ugh, right? But we're going to discuss it. And I'm, 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 I'm going to be as honest and as transparent as possible. All right. So let's start with the bad points. I want to get the bad points out the way first. All right. Too long. First of all, too long. This was almost a three-hour movie that you could have condensed into low-key two hours. I would have been good with a two-hour movie. Honest, honestly, two hours would have been great. But the fact that this was damn near three hours... How do you know it was three hours? T- oh, spoiler alert, too, for anybody. So just cut me if you don't want to hear it. Um, how you know it was three hours? T- because we got in the movie theater by 1230. The movie was done by 330. It was a three-hour movie, bro. Two and a half hours if you even want to say it was just the movie, right? You know, trailers and whatnot. Boo, up the so almost two and a half, three hours, right? Two hours solid, maybe an hour and 45 minutes would have done it justice. Too much morning. Listen, I love Chadwick Boseman. He was a great and fantastic actor um, and artist. His portrayal of so many of our leaders in our community and our greats propelled him to the role of Black Panther in which he changed honestly the culture in which we look at black I know he was kind of over it when it you know the Wakanda forever you know I know he was kind of over it but that that just that shifted a lot right and I understand that they had to incorporate his death in a meaningful way. So when I say this, I don't I say it with grace, but too much damn morning. Listen, listen, I am an action buff type of dude when it comes to the MCU. This didn't have it. It was a lot of mourning, a lot of talking, and not enough action. Literally, the fight scene between Shorty and the Kukuka, okay? That was so lackluster that I was so disappointed. And here's how I know it was lackluster. Because we had the do- we was in the Adobe Theater in the Magic Johnson, and you know how you know it's action packed when the move when the seat star moved. They got the moving audio. There was little to no action. How I know because my ass didn't shake in the chair. The audio didn't move. There wasn't a lot. And I'm thinking in my head, like, okay, can there, if anything, there was going to be a balance. 
this was definitely a 7.30 morning to fight thing. And I'm like, okay, we have more. Then wait a minute. Then wait a minute. Y'all not only sit here and mourn T'Challa, right? And I don't even know if this was in the comic. But then y'all sit here and kill the queen mother? Damn. I told y'all spoiler. Gone, gone. Y'all, y'all, y'all going to kill a queen mother? That's what it is? Wow. So more mourning, right? Um, the realism of everything was lackluster. <laughs> MCU Marvel has a great way of bringing kind of things CGI to realism. The CGI was definitely on display. And you could tell. Um, and listen, Okoye's suit. I don't know if she's going to be the new Wasp on Ant-Man and the Wasp. But that suit was ugly as hell. She looked like the blue moth. And I'm like, what? The... Now, of course, the suit was dope as hell, but that shit was just ugly as shit. I said, y'all couldn't put her in a better suit? Y'all couldn't put both of them in better suits? Hell, she could have been like the... the I'm... I'm going to call her the blue moth. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, and you know, and, and, and here's the bad part about it. There was a lady next to me. And this is how I know it got a little boring. Um, Because they was talking so much and talking so long, the lady next to me started snoring. No kid. I can't, I can't lie to y'all. She literally started snoring. And this is a heavy set woman, okay? She got her snacks right there. She got a bag. She done brought in the shits. We brought in our shit. We had, you know, uh, Chipotle and shit like that because we not going to the goddamn movies to pay for that shit. And you know it's premiere weekend too, so you know they done up the prices. Fuck that. Hell no. Nah, hell no. Nah. So, you know, it, it did get boring at a time. And I was like, wow, this is Wakanda boring. I was like, this is... I was really disappointed. I was hurt. I see why nobody a lot of I see why people have posted about it. It it was good at some moments. Um and here's my thing. We coming off the Woman King. Where we just seen Angela, you know, uh uh uh, uh Lord, Viola Davis and her crew just kick ass. Okay, black woman kicking ass. I was ready to see more than just Angela Bassett and her and her slew of beautiful black um, um, warriors just kick ass for like two seconds. I wanted to see ass kicking up in the air. Okay. Right. I wanted to see the Warriors go crazy on them. I wanted to see what, 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 bing, bing, bop, boop, bing, bing. You know, I don't know. I just didn't, you know, it's just lackluster action. And maybe it just, maybe it wasn't meant for more action. Right. I don't know. Right. But for me, 
I was just ready for. And again, the shorty versus, you know, Kukuka fight. That was just that was that was so lackluster. You know, she drinks the heart shaped herb. She becomes the Black Panther. The suit looks great. And it was a lackluster fight. Y'all gave me a 20 minute fight where this could have been an hour and a half, two hours, man. Now, what I will say, why did this get it 6.5? Damn near almost a seven. The acting was superb to me. Everybody acted their ass off. Of course, the costumes, everything looked good. Everybody looked great. That is what gave me or what kept me through the movie is because everybody's acting was so tight. Like 10 out of 10 for the acting, literally. But I think, again, for the production and how the film was running, nah, you got to get a 4 out of 10 for that, bro. Again, too much mourning, too much, too much, just too much, right? It could have been more uh action uh shout out to killmonger making his you know his his you know coming back in the movie um yeah it was just it was just a lot of things that i felt like all right this could have been um you know this could have been a little bit more actiony and even with the action that y'all had it could have been a little bit more jam-packed um there were moments where listen i think the best action scene that y'all had was when okoye was fighting all those um all the all the 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 ocean people and she was whooping ass but then she get with the big ocean god and this is before she had the uh this is before she became blue moth and literally she gets knocked the hell out literally dislocated her i said we all said damn whole motherfucking (laughs) whole motherfucking theater was like damn it's like shit that was intense (laughs) like shit but again i wanted more of those you know what i'm saying but that's just me that's just me i wanted more of the shit you know what i'm saying oh fuck you know what i'm saying like that um Especially because it's just Black Panther, and I thought Shooty was gonna be on that shit. Like I, especially at the end, I thought you know she was on her shit. She was ready to fuck this nigga, you know. But yeah, I thought she was gonna like you know clip all his wings off and shit like that. But you know, it's it's all good. Six point five out of five. Um, if you've seen Wakanda Forever, let me know what your thoughts are. Um. Again, it, it was a overall pretty great movie, um, pretty good movie. Um, just for me personally, I've had my, you know, it, it it was a disappointment because the trailer was a 10 out of 10. And let me tell you, you movie sons of bitches. Y'all know how to make the fuck out of a trailer to make a nigga go want to see that shit. Because let me tell you, if you would have told me that bitch was three hours, I would have told your ass to wait to Disney motherfucking plus. All right, y'all. We will see y'all back um, on Wednesday. Please subscribe. Oh, oh, before we get out of here, listen, 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 listen. I have started on behalf of the Black Men Win podcast. We have started the Black Men Win Scholarship Fund. (laughs) 
very excited to start this scholarship fund. This is a scholarship fund um, that I started um, or a scholarship that I am starting um, for young black men who are going into college or trade school or wanting to further their education, um, you know, after graduating high school. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, personally, for, personally, for me, uh, when I graduated high school, um, I was I applied to a lot of scholarships. You know what I'm saying? I, I, of course, I got into Grand Valley State University, graduated and whatnot. But during that time of the application process and trying to get, you know, money flowing in, I think I did about a good 100, maybe 200, you know, scholarship applications. And I maybe have gotten maybe got one. And it was maybe like a hundred dollar scholarship, you know, maybe just for some books and everything. So um, I always got I always had it in my heart, you know, to to always when I start a company, always kind of have it to give back. And this is kind of my first way of doing that. So we would love uh, your support in uh, um, uh, donating to our scholarship fund. Um, please uh, go to our website at uh www.tacmedianetwork.com you can hit the black men win scholarship tab um look over our fund and uh, we would appreciate even even if you shared it you feel what i'm saying we just appreciate your support and uh, the application process will be coming soon it will start um in um the early of 2023 so maybe like january february most likely february so be on the lookout for that and please again share with anybody who you believe um, would be a great um, applicant for this uh, scholarship. All right. We love you. We thank you again. Shout out to everybody that continues to listen to us and watch us on the YouTubes. You know, we have over 300 subscribers on the YouTube. <laughs> that is huge for us. Do you hear me? Yo, when I take this hiatus and I look back at everything, y'all are going to be like, damn, this nigga was working. <laughs> And I'm going to be like, damn, I was fucking working. Shit. But you know what? We appreciate y'all and we love y'all so much. Thank you. Please, um, if you're watching this, uh, follow us on the THC Media Network. And you can follow the THC Media Network on YouTube, um, TikTok, Twitter, and uh, Pod, what is it? Podchaser. All of those. You know what I'm saying? We're everywhere and everything like that. We, you can also follow the Opinionated Brother podcast on Instagram and on uh, Facebook as well. T-O-B, double underscore podcast on Instagram and the Opinionated Brother podcast on Facebook. All right. We love you. We thank you. The crew will be back with a special guest. You feel what I'm saying? We got to bring her back. You know, her 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 her, her mic was a little chopped and screwed. Chopped and screwed. But, you know, she's coming back for another one for the After Dark show. Miss Leo Rochelle will be in the building. And so we're gonna get everything popping and uh we'll see y'all back. You know what I'm saying? This has been another one. I love y'all. Y'all be good. Peace, love, and hair grease. I'm out.